You found it. The home of red-blooded American patriots. The Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner starts now. Hello, Patriots. Welcome to episode 109 of the Patriot Review. We have a good show for you. I got uh, a lot packed in here. Probably won't get to everything, but I'm going to do my best. So I'm going to cut out the commercials. No commercials today other than me just mentioning a few things up front. So one of the things I want to tell you about is uh, over at uh, MyPillow, you can check out the slipper sale. You're not going to see a better deal than this. 25 bucks. These things are awesome. I wear these slippers all the time. Very comfortable. I highly recommend them. And I'm not just saying that. Um, so check it out. Code TPR. And I don't think you'll regret it. Any of the products from my pillow, they've all been awesome. So uh, hopefully you do check that out. Then Dr. Sherwood has uh, his complete nutritional meal shake. You can check this out at www.sherwood.tv. He's got a lot of other uh, products over there. So it's not just this. You could uh, check it out. He's got all kinds of stuff to uh, get you as healthy as you can possibly be. So check that out again. Sherwood.tv slash TPR is that. So uh, so today we have um, Nina May. Get the right screen here. Uh, Nina, I originally met shortly after J6 happened. And... Um, She's a great guest, and we're going to just get right into that today. Then you see all these other folks that are up here, these Uniparty uh, hacks. Um, I call them ass clowns. Hope you forgive me for that. But uh, So, yeah, so we're going to get to some of the comments that they made at the end after Nina's interview. So I'm going to go ahead, and we'll be back after this. I'd like to welcome back to the Patriot Review, Ms. Nina May, who is a filmmaker, producer, and director of some pretty great films, some documentaries, and that's how we got kind of connected is is around the whole January 6th topic, and here we are again. Welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me. <laughs> and this is, it's a topic that never goes away, it seems. And it, sh it should not have even been a topic to begin with. Right, um, exactly. Yeah, so you, uh, you had yeah. a, a video, you were there that day, and the video we we just watched is really talking about um, what you saw versus what the narrative was. How would you summarize yeah. that day? Well, we we were on the outside of everything. A lot of the footage that you're seeing was on the inside. And uh, my concern with it was there seemed to be so many people like in this tight little spot. And you I call it a scrum. And it's very easy to... Um, create a scrum out of nothing, if you know what I'm saying. And it just seems that they would take those little scrums and go, see, it shows it right here. Someone's little pinky over there. See, they're destroying the Constitution or whatever it was. And go, well, it wasn't very clear at all. Why don't you give us, you know, 10 minutes before that and 10 minutes after that instead of just two or three frames that prove what you think it proves what your narrative is. But once we get the footage and finally um, McCarthy's going to be um, releasing it to everyone, hopefully including producers like us, yes. because we have the editing suites, we have the, the ability to be able to take it. And it's all about the timestamps. It's all about the digital timing on each one of these. Every single frame has it. You cannot take it out. You can't delete it. It's not like the old spools of uh, film where you could splice it and mm -hmm. make things seem the way they were. And it's not even like Photoshop, because Photoshop, you could take a digital timestamp, put it through a few filters, and then that would destroy it. But it would, it, but you can unwrap that too in Photoshop, and you can go back with, to what the original is. A lot of people don't realize that. So, um, so we're very excited that it's being released, and I really do believe, based on the timeline that we had, and I put it in my narration, from the minute we left Capitol Hill, all the way down, walking to the White House, which is about a 55-minute walk, then back from the White House, back to the Capitol when we realized that uh, we could barely hear the president speaking. So we're on the very outside fringes of that entire group of about 2 million people. So we said, you know what, if he said, and we thought we heard him say that he's going to be going up to the Capitol to speak, he, he was sort of not really, it was kind of looking over his shoulder like, is that right? Am I supposed to be going up there? So we couldn't really hear what was going on. But a lot of us heard that part. So we said, well, shoot, let's head up to the Capitol because maybe if he's going to speak, we can get a better 
um, position than we had down here. So right. that was our whole goal in going back up to the Capitol so we could see him actually and hear him speak. So when we got there, and there were several thousands of people, not hundreds of thousands or anything, but thousands that were kind of on the outside edge like we were, and they got up to the Capitol. We did not see one barrier. We did not see one security guard, Capitol Hill police, nothing, no no um, metal detectors. There was absolutely nothing, and people were headed straight to the Capitol. Mm-hmm. But they weren't headed straight to the Capitol because of what he said. We were because we were on the outer fringes, and we heard what he'd said. There were tons of people that were already at the Capitol. We weren't the first ones there. There were a lot of people that were already there. That's why when they show that footage of the, the barricade being pushed against mm-hmm. with the police, that couldn't have happened because if you look beyond the police up on the, the grassy knoll, so to speak, there's not a single person up there. Good choice of and by words. that time, it was packed with people. So that's why I think a lot of this stuff was pre-filmed. It was um, it was basically a setup. It was designed to be able to be a, a an instant narrative as things were unraveling in the White in in the Capitol. But on the outside, we're going well. How did there's nothing violent going on here? The only violence that was going on when we got there, and we got there at exactly. It was about one o'clock, between one o'clock and one fifteen. I don't have my notes in front of me, but w- what was happening was the SWAT teams, I call them, were shooting flashbangs and rubber right. bullets in a very peaceful crowd. Right. They didn't yeah. that at the, at the tr- show trial at all. They didn't mention that. They didn't show any of that footage. Mm-hmm. We've got great footage of that. And then, of course, they released the tear gas, and mm-hmm. that's when we, hit, we we got out of town because we got out of Dodge <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because we just didn't want to, you know, have well, all that. On. Their narr- their narrative has just completely fallen apart, and now they have the the media, the the leftist fascist lapdogs that are trying to rewrite. Yeah, you know, they they're looking at a piece of video like uh, Tucker released on the shaman guy, right? Right. And you know they show he showed him from being outside all the way to being in the chamber, being basically guided by as many as nine Capitol police officers. And then they come back and they, you know, we have these sound clips now just this week, these uh, these rhinos, these traitors, and the one Democrat. So we have McConnell, Tillis, Kramer, Romney, Kennedy, and Thune, you know, all spouting off about what a terrible thing this was and what, you know, not even, not even mentioning the fact that this was propaganda and it's been proven and it's only going to get more and more. Uh, exposure and it's going to get proven more and these people i hope are taking the task and jim uh himes was one of the the reps on the dem side from the house you know was mm-hmm. saying just absolutely obnoxious things i'm going to show that i think in the second part of the show but I, I also have footage of exactly what you're talking about where i have on film that you can't dispute that there are a crowd of people who are respecting the the barricades who are behind the barricades who aren't pushing whatsoever and then yeah. the flashbangs are fired into the crowd. And you hear yeah, the, re- we're, the reaction. We're shocked by that. And here's the thing that's interesting. The president finished his speech at 1.15. They claimed that the first breach of the of the borders, of the, you know, was the barricade thing that they were going on, was at 12.53. That's 25 minutes before the president even finishes his speech. So how could he possibly have incited something? And right. even if someone just heard it, and maybe there was something he said that did incite them, that's a 55-minute walk from the White House back to the Capitol. There's no way any of those people that heard him talk could possibly have been a part of this whole thing. And and why did was there two major networks? I'm not going to say who they are. You can look it up. It's online. Two major networks met with one of the people that was there, one of the intruders. He was not a MAGA person. He was an outside agitator, basically, at 10 in the morning and signed contracts with him to get his footage of the riots. Well, what riots? They obviously anticipated riots. So if anyone is inciting a riot, it would have been these two major networks. And there's proof in the fact that they paid someone $35,000 each to get the footage of the riot. Why aren't they in jail? Exactly. And and some of that footage was the murder of Ashley Babbitt, which was done intentionally. I have I have the video footage that shows that the Capitol Police officer who was later on um lauded for his efforts. Bird. Yeah. Um you know, he murdered her. He the gun is waiting for her to enter or anybody to enter that window that was broken okay, think, out. Think about this too. And yeah. then I'm looking at this from a producer's perspective. We call it the money shot. 
How did that that camera guy know exactly. to sit there right out this window? Suddenly the the gun comes out like this. No warning. He didn't say, "Hold it right there. Put your hands up." But you know, none of that. It was a quiet um, murder, basically, is what it was. He, he right. did this. The camera's right there. The shoot. He he gets the shot of her shoot. He shoot. Boom. There she is. You she know, falls back. Yeah, and you know what? Shot. I want to I want to I want to do this comparison because there really are two different paths of so-called justice, depending on what your beliefs are. So here we have George Floyd, who was a scumbag, who had a, a long term, long list of criminal violations, who's sitting in his own car at the time, complaining about not being able to breathe before they even touched him because he's on fentanyl and he's going through the overdose. And if you read about fentanyl, it shuts down your breathing. So he he's there. I mean, the, the, the information was you know, was withheld. They they drum up all this crap about this, you know, this poor guy who's a victim and everything else. In this case, you have just exactly what you said. You have the guy pointing, cop pointing the gun. He's not saying halt. He's not saying don't yep. come through. He's not saying stop. He just shoots yep. her point blank. Yeah. It's like he's up on her. He's, he's going like this. You just don't do that. I mean, that is right. just not proper protocol in right. a situation like that. And he's a hero. Yeah, and they they no charges against him. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, he's a hero. But you got someone standing outside with a "I love Trump" sign or something, and they're rotten in jail right now. Right, it and just, you got Roseanne Boylan too, who was, yeah, in my mind, even worse because you know she's. They beat her to death, right? They beat her to death. Yeah, they beat her to death. I I have the video. I'll show that as well. This episode of um, her being beaten by the uh, black female police officer, who once again is a hero. He's a hero. So much for the argument that if a black person does this to a white person, then they're going to, you know, they have no legal representation. They go to prison all the time, 100%. So much for that. No, uh, that's exactly right. Here's my question, and I, I don't really know where to get the answer on this. You might have it. <clears throat> they they keep talking about five officers that were killed. Well, we know that Sicknick was not murdered. He died of a stroke the next day. Mm -hmm. Had not even It's probably because of a vaccine. I mean, who knows? It could have been a million things. We don't know. But weren't there at least three that committed suicide? Have you, you've I believe heard about so. That? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, so here's the question. Why? <laughs> Why? Why would you, on the most exciting day of your entire life, you live for this? I mean, you're on the range all the time. You've got your gun out. you got your, your badge. You got. I mean, this is, you know, people that are in law enforcement, that's their, they love this. I mean, this is their, their go-to place, their happy place. Why, mm -hmm. on a day like this, when you you have an opportunity to save the nation's capital from a foreign invasion, an insurrection, right. what you will, and you kill yourself, that's yeah. a little suspicious to me. Yeah, Could it be they got that they said, you know what, what y'all are doing is wrong? Right, exactly right. I'm going to be a whistleblower, and I'm going to tell on you. Oh yeah, that's not going to happen. I mean, you know, I draw I draw a comparison, um, you know, J six to the Reichstag fire, and. Mm -hmm. And I also draw a comparison in that sense to the Night of Long Knives where, you know, the people who had the knowledge and the people who could pose a threat were eliminated in one Exactly. Well, that's, that's exactly what, what what's-his-face um, uh, Hitler did. Exactly. All the people that put him in power yep. totally killed all of them. That's then the Night of Long Knives. Yeah. Yep. He brings his new brown shirts in and yep. they know, oh, my gosh, we better be totally loyal to him because – we're going to end up like these guys. And, yeah, that's exactly what happens. And in this case, you know, you you, you have, you know, not only um, uh, those Capitol Police officers, but that's also exactly why all the personal cell phone footage was confiscated, why all the people who are just outside the Capitol that, that maybe had some information, that's why they're rotting in prison, right? I mean, we're, they yeah. like to say, they'd like to think we're stupid. And, you know, the media does as well. You know, they, they basically laughed off all conservatives as being just a bunch of redneck hicks who don't have an IQ yeah. over 30 when the reality is it's 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 them that are really transparent and if anybody I don't care if it's Fox or whatever you know the major networks are all either complicit or controlled opposition in my mm -hmm. opinion right and, yeah no, you know they, so they, they lump us into this group and they try to you know treat us as mushrooms and feed us you know what in the dark and, and everybody, I think, is beginning to know better. And what's going to be interesting to see is how many converts we have. And I mean, we should have 
we should have the independence for sure, I would think, after this. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think so. And I think that the um, the nail in the coffin for the far left and when the, for them showing uh, what their true agenda is was the raid on the president's house. I mean, he, they'd been there before. They knew exactly what was there. They were, had total access to it. They even said, put a lock on the door. And then fast forward, even worse, you find worse than that at Vice President Joe Biden's house. Right. Well, wait, he doesn't have the access, the right to have the access to this. The president does. So he could have had everything laid out on the floor and said, it's my house. I was the president. I declare all of this, you know, non-secretive or whatever, which he did. And they still it's it's almost like the law does not. It's not almost it's exactly the law does not apply to what their narrative is. If the law is in the way of them completing what their agenda is, they're going to just run right over the law. They don't really care. So there's a law for this group of people and a different set of standards and laws for yeah. this group of people. Well, you and see people see through that and people are really frustrated with it and <laughs> saying if they can do this, this is my first thought, if they can do this to an ex-president who is absolutely innocent. He did nothing wrong in what he did with the, these documents and has been proven. That's why they've kind of pulled back on it. They can do that to him. What about everyone else? They can do that to every single American person right. that they disagree with. Well, and that's are. what the Gestapo I mean, did. They are, yeah. It's a Gestapo tactic. It's Roger Stone, General Flynn, some of the early ones, right? And then you got- That's right, terrorizing you know, people. You got the J6ers, you got the moms who spoke up because they, they want to be in charge of their child's education, which they should be. Exactly. Uh, their doors getting kicked down. I mean, it's it's absolute nonsense. And, and They've frankly, overplayed their hand. They've totally overplayed their hand. I'm, and I think a lot of people are waking up that were thinking, oh, it's just right-wing conspiracy. Our FBI would never do that. Our government would never do that. Yeah, right. difference you between know, conspiracy TV. and fact is two months. That's what I say. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> so so where do you think this goes from here? And, you know, in particular, not not just the footage and, and that, but um, how do you see it affecting the, the grand old party and what the future might look like in your mind because of all these things collectively? Well, I'm hoping that it's going to expose some of the, the rhinos that have been in it thick as thieves with the Democrats. And I, I heard someone, I think it was maybe Steve Bannon yesterday, someone saying, that basically, and I've heard this before, that we have a, a uniparty in this country. Yes, right. We have a one-party system. And I thought that for years and years and years because I thought, this is so weird. I mean, the Republicans never stand up for anything. If anything, right. they always capitulate to the left. The left pretends that it's in the middle of the road and it's and it's Central America. And this is, you know, what all Americans really believe because it's not that far right stuff. Well, there is no far right in the Republican Party, basically, right. when you think about it, because they've all been intimidated into pretending to be centrist or even right. acquiescent to some of that, you know, far left stuff. Yeah. So they're kind of doing this. Mm -hmm. I think it's the first time this was really, really exposed was with Trump. It, it reminded me of the... Um, you know, the Wizard of Oz and you know, this big voice like this, don't look behind the curtain, don't right. look behind the curtain. And then Trump pulled back the curtain and said, mm -hmm. what? You're just a little schmuck here. Why, Which is why they all hate him. They right. absolutely hate him because he was the he was the skunk at the garden party. Remember the movie um, Truman, The Truman Show? Yeah, that's a good movie. It's, it should be called The Trumpman Show because it's exactly what happened. Yeah. Everything was fine. And Truman was fat, dumb, and happy, and everyone loved him, and they yes. loved him. Oh, it was great. It was wonderful. Just like Trump. Trump used to give tons of money to people. He mm -hmm. was the darling of the left. He was the star of any show, of, of any – he walked into a room. He was – all attention was on him. He, they right. could not get enough of Donald Trump. on Oprah multiple times and, you know, all that exactly. stuff. Exactly. But the let minute – uh, Let me pull out – let me pull out something you said there. Um, you, you were talking about – um, they like to depict us as the far right. Well, I, you know, I want the viewers just to think for a second and follow me on this. Uh, which party has really gotten more extreme? Let's take a very, very hot example. Let's uh, let's talk about abortion. Yeah. Okay, so the right has has been and is always mm. for life. Period. Right. You don't get more. You don't get more radical than that. But the left does because. They've gone from first trimester abortions to abortions after birth. Right. So who, which party is really extreme? Um, yeah, it depends. The, the on right hasn't changed. I mean, our views are our views. They've always been the same. 
right. the left, exactly. whether it's trans transgender or it's CRT or it's abortion or it's religion, who has gotten more well, that's, extreme that's and less why, tolerable? Exactly. And I think that's why your point is to where the independents going. I think they're naturally coming over to the Republican side because they're going, you know what? There are a few issues that, uh, but boy, this stuff with teaching these kids that they, if they're a boy, they should be a girl and, and going behind the parents' backs and having um, surgery done or, or hormone therapy and stuff without the president's, or president, the teacher's permission. I'm sorry, the parents' permission. Yeah. I knew it was somewhere. Right. And on and on and on. I mean, who was talking about that 10 years ago? That right. would have been so far extreme 10 years ago, even for the left to be talking about it. Now that's just, you know, the, you know, a day of walk in the, in the park, with a hamburger for them but mm -hmm. for the right we're going are you kidding me they're still they got this thing against kids they want to kill them in the womb they want to you know kill them right out of the womb they want to change their gender they want to you know create them to be um uh infertile you know with this mm -hmm. vaccine that's proven that this has happened they hate children they hate kids and so it's obvious now we used to say it but we couldn't really say it because you go oh you conservatives are just all alike, blah, blah, blah. No, what they're doing obviously signals and shows everyone that they have got a disdain for children. They oh, And women, oh, can we even go there? Right. My God, women have zero rights anymore. The feminists, thank you very much, feminists. You mm -hmm. played along with everything that they wanted to do, and now you got zero rights. You don't even have the right to your own bathroom, your well. own shower. Well, you know, and the other the other piece of that that I've mentioned about a couple times on my show is the, we also have the feminization of men. We have right. the you know you gotta have gotta attack masculinity, that toxic, toxic masculinity. You know, that's yeah. a bunch of crap. That's why it we is. don't have fathers, and we have all these problems that we have in our schools. Exactly. You know, with shootings and stuff. I mean, yeah. um, I had Gunny um, Bud on uh, just a few weeks ago, and him and I were talking about this and talking about how we used to bring our, our rifles to school. We put them in our locker for going exactly. hunting afterwards. You're no, like, you no. just left them in the back of your pickup truck. And right, I remember exactly. And I'll never forget lunchtime, the the guys who are the hunters, they always always wear the little khaki things, you know, the uh -huh. little camping things with the pockets. Yeah. They would be in, at one table and the teachers would be over there too and they'd all be swapping out ammo. Right. Like, hey, who has some, you know, five, five, six, who's got some yeah. nine, nine millimeter, who's got this and it was just that was it's kind of like a little fraternity or something. Right. And we never no had those vinyl acts, did we? Never thought a thing about having nope. guns at the school. Oh, and that points to again the destruction that the left has brought. I mean, this mm -hmm. is a, a a deliberate attack on multiple fronts to destroy this country and turn it into the new world order, one world government. Right. Exactly. Um, and it's, you know, uh, keep the key people, the key power players are in bed with China trying to turn us into that. And, and there you go again. People look at you like you're wearing a tinfoil hat. But it's yeah. right there. It's yeah, just see it. it's just as right there as Mein Kampf was. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. The plan was written. It was there. You could read it. The World right. Economic Forum plan is written. The UN plan exactly. is written. You can read what anything. they intend to do. They do no. not hide anything. They are so open about the fact that the, the world can only sustain 500 million people. Yeah. That means somehow they've got to kill, what is it, 7.5 billion people Correct. to get that to that number. And my yeah. question for them is, well, are you going to be in the big number or the little number? Because if you're wanting to kill off a lot of people, putting them in the big number, I think you should be in there first. You should be lead by example. Off yourself today. And then that'll mm -hmm. give us a head start in, into saving the planet because there's one right. less, you know, hot <laughs> exactly. air there. That's a that's a great point. Um, you know, the 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 sad thing is though, a lot of us are looking for crimes against humanity charges because this this uh, this whole COVID thing was planned. Um, yeah. The virus was was uh, manipulated. We know that. We know Fauci gave money towards gain of function testing. Right. We know that and he it was lied released. under oath about it. He lied. <laughs> We have yeah, and we have the the Chinese murdering the doctors who were initially coming out and saying it was purposely released. Well, what we're doing is censoring them and and pulling yeah. their licenses and get, getting them uh, so they cannot be affiliated with a, a hospital, so they can't have admission um, benefits. 
So yeah, no, we're doing we're doing everything but killing the doctors here in America because of that. And what about the vaccine? Oh, by the way, it's not a vaccine; it's gene therapy. Exactly. And the people that have have um, designed it have, will tell you it's gene therapy, and they're going to tell you what gene it is they're attacking in your body to change your whole DNA makeup. Yes, and exactly right. It's the mRNA stuff. Exactly. I'm looking for a picture. I thought I took. I, I watched a documentary last night, which is pretty discouraging, but, <laughs> oh, great. Okay. but I wanted to, oh, it was called uh, Getting Away with Murders, and the S is in, which is, or in uh, brackets, Getting Away with Murders. It's, it's about how, you know, we talk about the Nuremberg trials, and we talk about crimes against humanity, and our hope that these people will be punished, right. and this documentary is an hour and a half long or more. And it talks about the fact that 99% of the people that were guilty of this genocide in World War II were never charged. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we the Nuremberg trials, they were very expensive, as were the trials that followed all the way up into the 70s. And the governments of the world, including the United States, actually, you know, just said, hey, we're, we're not going to pursue this anymore because of the cost. So, the point of the documentary was that the larger the conflagration is, the, the more victims you have, the less likely people are going to be punished for it. Yeah, there's a big difference, though, with this whole thing they've unleashed on the world with the COVID, the vaccine, the boosters and everything. No one is exempt from ha- having some kind of contact with it. They're now even talking about the whole concept of um, shedding, right. that you be around someone that has these this stuff inside of them from the vaccine right. yeah and you can get what it is that they've got and it'll and it results in a lot of horrible horrible health issues so well, I, i'm just curious how these people that unleash this on the world think they're going to be they're going to get away scot-free without being infected somehow some way it's going to impact something whether it's a stroke whether it's a, a heart attack whether it's infertility whether it's blindness, where I know a lot of people that are having trouble walking now. I've got other friends that have horrible arthritis and every joint in their, their body happened the day after. I know another girl, she got it the minute she got the vaccine. She passed out and she had a miscarriage right there on the floor. I mean, mm-hmm. on and yeah. on and on. Well, the birth got- rate in uh, the live birth rate in Australia is down 70%. Yeah, right? exactly. And exactly. and. So one thing I want to get to here is we originally started talking about January 6th and we're going into COVID. But folks, if you're watching this, that's that's what has to happen because you can't compartmentalize this stuff. It is all part of the same plan. And all, exactly. all of these things, right? They're all interrelated. They all have their purpose and their function. And, and it's all about taking away our control and our liberties. Yep. Yep, and absolutely. This tight little box that they, the little one-worlders can control or turn us into their slaves. Right. Yeah, that's, that's not right. going to work out. And well. and of course the transhumanism aspect of it is is also yeah, an objective, exactly. and that is their that is their method of control. And people people don't understand that the some of the stuff that was science fiction, like you watch in science fiction movies in the seventies about the future, mm-hmm. um, well that's here. The future yeah. is here. They have the they have the ability to to actually control us via what they want to do to us with this transhumanism, exactly. and that's that's the whole experiment. Yeah. So, yeah. so on January 6th, again, in the rhinos in particular, um, you know, I, I have to say that at first I was really disappointed that McCarthy was uh, nominated speaker. But I have to give him credit for releasing the video like he is, for refusing to apologize for doing so. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so I have to give him credit for that. But do you do you think that more of these folks will convert or are they just out of there are people going to wise up and get him out of office finally to get mccarthy out of office no not Trump? him particular but the rhinos like the, the rhinos, ones i right. mentioned you know mcconnell yeah, I, especially well the problem with the senate it's six years mm-hmm. and they can do something today and they're not going to be up for election in five years it can be so egregious so horrible so horrifying that five years later people are going to forget about it they're going to run again they're going to clean up their act for about you know, 30 days or two months, they'll yeah. run, they'll go right back to what they were doing. I mean, everyone knows exactly what Mitt, Mitt Romney's all yeah. about. Mm-hmm. For for the people of Utah to put that man in the Senate is 
abysmal. It's almost as bad as what they've done by putting Fetterman in the in the Senate. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, he, as far as I'm concerned, Romney's brain dead too. I, I just I've got no use for the man. I want my two hundred fifty dollars back that I gave to his presidential campaign. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, and he 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 deceived all of us, deceived every single one of us. Yes, so. So, yeah, I say get them out, put a target on them and say, you know, not a target. We're going to shoot them. Don't get your pants. As a conservative, you know, isn't that funny? As a conservative, you jump right away to, to saying that. But as a liberal, you could say, well, just you say it all the time. Just like, exactly. this, just like this Himes did. You know, he was he was basically talking about these people needing to be taken down, taken out. Yeah, exactly. And nobody thinks anything about that. No. Anyway, we know who the people are. We know who needs to be. I, I, I'm, I'm loving how. Um, Manchin, Joe Manchin, is really, really pulling out all the stops to show, show what a conservative he is and what a Republican he is and how supportive he is because he knows he's toast. He's absolutely toast in West Virginia. I mean, tr- Trump won by like 20 points or something there. It's just, and he he was successful and, you know, cozying up and, oh, I swear I'll be good. I won't do that Democrat thing anymore. I hate Biden. Oh. Yeah, right. It's yeah, the right. Elected right back to his old ways. And then, and then there's the issue of the voting machines and the and the stolen election. And, you know, there's just folks, there's so much stuff going on. And all of it's, like I said, connected and interrelated. You have to get off the couch and do something, whatever your talents are, right? And, and yeah. you know, uh, Nina is walking the walk. I'm walking the walk and talking the talk as well. And, you know, I I just, I don't know why our side is so apathetic about getting out and making ourselves seen. And I think that's part of what January 6th was about, was to yeah, create was. fear, right? Um, well, but we got to look past that. Yeah, January 6th scared the left to death because they had no idea that the conservative movement, Christians, Republic, whatever you want to call it, would mass that much power in the nation's capital without anyone organizing it. There was no one organized. I found out about it like two days before and I said, wow, what's happening? Well, there's a prayer watch that's going to be, walk is going to be going around the Capitol. And then we think that the president's going to be speaking at the White House, but we're not really sure. So everybody was going online trying to find out what was going on. It was absolutely the most organic thing I think I've ever seen, except when the Tea Party did the same thing. And they mm-hmm. had just shy of 2 million people. That's why I'm convinced this was well, way, way over 2 million because we filmed both of them. We were actually on the steps of the Capitol, the only news media group there on the steps of the Capitol because the mainstream media did not want you to see how many people were there at the, with the uh, Tea Party rally that they had. It yeah. was like a ghost town up there. Right. It was amazing. We were the only ones. Louis Gomert was the one that introduced us. I mean, it escorted us up there so we could get pictures down the mall to show how many people were there. I was... Um... I was watching a different documentary that referred to the Tea Party people as fascists, and I'm I'm looking at thinking, okay, we just saw real fascism, this so-called right. summer of love. We saw yeah. it. I mean, just in uh, what was it Atlanta the other day with the Department of Public Safety building getting mm-hmm. getting burnt down, right? We yes. don't do that. I mean, there were people no. there were people in there, and and I think I I don't know. I have not seen anybody else use this footage that I have that shows a guy talking about these people being escorted in on January 6th on buses. And he shows the, he shows the escort vehicles and stuff with his cell phone. And we saw, said, we yeah. saw one of the buses escorted. I saw that escorted with the police car in front, police car yeah. in back. So when we saw it, we stopped, we said, Oh, this must be VIPs or something. No, it was guys dressed in black, like Antifa thugs. Yep. And they were, they were escorting them off. Hurry, let's go, let's go. And they took them right through the crowd yep. of the front of the back of the west side of the Capitol, which is the Washington Monument side of the Capitol. They took them in there going, wow, gee, I wonder if those are the SWAT team, the SWAT team. But a couple of them had you know, like red hats on already. They already put their MAGA hats on going, uh-huh. there's no way that would be escorted by the police, MAGA people. I don't think so. Right. And exactly. then, of course, you saw them. There's footage and they here's what would happen. They'd show the footage thinking it was proving this side. And then quickly someone, no, no, take that down, take that down. It, it disproves their side. And one of them was a group of men dressed in black. One of them just knocked the window out, reaches over, undoes the door, opens the door. And a flood of the these guys dressed in black come in. And the, it's a high camera getting getting all of this coming in. 
And the question that someone had when they were doing the show was like, well, gee, I wonder who these people were. They couldn't be SWAT people because they were pointing right. out different things on their stuff. They did not have uniforms on. They were just all dressed in black. So mm-hmm. the question was, who were these people and how did they get in? And why were they not? Why was this not mentioned during the, the trial? Oh, could it be that they knew exactly who those people were and they were the agitators they shipped in themselves to prove their point? Mm-hmm. So there's yeah, tons of we know yeah. that they were Antifa, BLM thugs. Exactly. Uh, or they could have been FBI. Well, either way, they're FBI or CIA plants, right? I mean, this was an operation, yeah. a deliberate op- operation like the Reichstag fire. And that's why right. even on January 7th of 2021, you know, I was calling this uh, the American Reichstag fire because it's so obviously yeah. an operation exactly. to, yeah. to, to pave the way for victimizing those of us that don't play nice on the political side of yeah. the realm. And, uh, there's, there's, one, there's one thing that, tons of things, but the one thing that comes to mind that really bothered me on that day was that as we're co- coming from the White House and we're almost at the Capitol, we're still about 20 minutes away from the Capitol. Remember the, the footage of the guy in the buffalo skin? Not the guy yeah. with the horse, but he's wrapped in buffalo skin. Mm-hmm. I saw him on the street. And I was just about to take a picture, but my battery had died, so I, I couldn't get a picture of it. But I because I thought, oh, that's a cute picture. I mean, the guy with the buffalo skin, I totally remembered him. And later, when we were um, looking at the TV, they showed that footage of him him inside, and he was doing sort of a little dance or something. And the policemen were behind him laughing, and there were some other people kind of off to the side, sort of doing something else. And it hit me as I saw that. I said, oh my gosh. They filmed this before. They they filmed this either early that morning or maybe the, the day before. That was a film set where they were, and that was what you call between breaks, where or between shoots you have a break. So everybody, okay, you know, we're gonna take five minutes, you know, run your lines, do whatever like that, and then we're gonna go back to our one. We're gonna get another uh, another shot of this thing, and it had that feeling because everyone was just kind of standing around. No sense of urgency. And again, he was doing sort of a little dance and mm-hmm. everybody was laughing. But my question I had was, how did he get there so quickly? How did he get yeah, right. in there so quickly? Everyone and how did he there. get in? How did right. he get in? It's impossible. So that's what told me, oh, my gosh, he was part of the team that was shown earlier when they were setting all this stuff up and shooting all these things. That's why it's so crucial to get the timestamps on all this footage. Because that'll tell you exactly what time of day little Buffalo man was was doing his yeah. little dance. Well, you know, people, like I say, people, and you said, you know, people like to call us uh, conspiracy theorists. But on one of my shows, I showed a footage of Biden come supposedly coming up to the press like you always see a president after he gets off the helicopter or going mm-hmm. to the helicopter. And during his little talk, his hand literally goes right through the microphone. And you can tell that it's superimposed. So, in other words, he was—he had the fr- the front part with the all the microphones was, you know, put in after the fact, and he's he's on a green screen basically, and they yeah. make make that mistake of of that hand part of his hand disappearing. Oh, that's uh, interesting. I and that was news it. footage, right? So it's yeah. you know, and no uh, one caught it. Well, no they caught, caught it. it. They had to say anything about it, right? For sure. Yeah. Yeah, wow, so, talk about a conspiracy. That's a conspiracy right there to make exactly. us believe that he's in one position and he's not. You know what needs to happen is the the United States we need to we need to uh demand uh treason charges and we need to carry out the appropriate punishment for it. Yeah. For yeah. far too long we've not we've not done that. I, I totally agree. I totally agree, especially those that are violating their oath of office. Mm-hmm. If they violated their office, for example, on the southern border, it's an invasion on the southern border. What Another is the oath of office? They will defend the Constitution against enemies, foreign and domestic. Well, you know, okay, let's look at the domestic uh, enemies. What about Antifa? What about BLM? They've d- done billions of dollars in in damage. They've killed people. They've murdered people. They've murdered policemen. Mm-hmm. What's happened to them? Nothing. Nothing That's happens. More important to, them. to focus on a seventeen-year-old who's defending himself like he has every right to do and to, to victimize him right. instead of exactly or the young boy that was standing on the steps just smiling at a man in his face screaming right. he did nothing he just stood there smiling yeah. and, oh he's a horrible racist because he's smiling it was an awkward teenager who didn't know what to do 
Exactly. It's ridiculous. No, I, yeah, that's exactly right. So. Well, we're we're out of time, but you know, I think that's a good that's a good spot to end it because we've mentioned so many things and again, in closing, they're all related, right? I mean, it's all part of the same mission. That's exactly people, right. People exactly. need to wake up to that fact. So, Nina, how do people find you and learn more about you and what you're producing and and uh up? Well, we just put up finally because I didn't know how to do it. We just put up a Substack. So, it's um a Nina May Substack. That's I think it's Nina M at substack.com, if I'm not mistaken. Or if you want to see some of the, the productions we've done, um, TV shows, documentaries, movies, it's at renaissancewomenproductions.com. So, awesome. One. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here. And yeah. I'd love to have you back as we progress through this and and new, uh, n- new things are exposed so we can address, you know, the one the one challenge I have for the Republicans out there or the conservatives out there is, Let's get these people out of jail. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it's enough of the arguing back and forth. I, I totally and how... agree. And honestly, the reason I'm pushing so hard on this and doing, taking all the time to do this very specific time code and mentioning what um, Trump was saying when he said it, what was happening at that time is to first vindicate him and to get these people out of jail. Because if all this, this footage and all this, all this documentation and everything proves that there's no way in God's green earth they could have had a part of this, then hopefully it will help save their lives. And that's my purpose, my goal in, in doing this. Well, I think more people need to take up that cause. Thank you for being a patriot and for being on the show. And folks, go check out her links. I'll have the links in the description as well. So you can take a look at that. And uh, thanks again, Nina. We'll see you soon. You bet. Bless you. Bless you. So there you have it, uh, Nina May, and she's always a great guest. I enjoyed talking with her. Um, I will show, I think I'm going to turn this into a two-parter now, and um, I'm working on getting Kara Castanova back. She's got a really tight schedule, I know, but uh, she may be the next guest in the next in next week. But I want to sh- hold Nina's video specifically for next week because I want to turn to these guys that you see on your screen. Before I do that, though, just a reminder that you can get some a great deal on some great slippers at MyPillow.com slash TPR or just MyPillow.com. You can use the code TPR. So 25 bucks for what I feel the best slippers, slippers I've ever owned. It's a good deal. I think you will enjoy them if you haven't had a pair as of yet. So, again, uh, turning to the, the rhinos and the footage that was aired this week, you know, the, the media... Um, yeah, they're great at finding the people they want to find that they know they're going to get what they what they want to get. And in this case, you know, the videos that are that are out there, and they were attacking Tucker Carlson for him using these videos. Well, the videos that are out there, and, and what they're trying to do is say, you know, don't believe your lying eyes. What you actually saw on this tape isn't the truth. What we said is the truth is the truth when it's not, and we know we know that they're they're all lying. So. I wanted to show you some of these folks. If I have time, I'll show you all of them. But uh, let's go to uh, Mitch McConnell first. With regard to the uh, presentation on Fox News last night, I want to associate myself entirely with the opinion of the chief of the Capitol Police about what happened on January 6th. My uh, concern is how it was depicted, which is a different issue. Clearly, the chief of the Capitol Police, in my view, correctly describes what most of us witnessed firsthand on January 6th. So that's my reaction to it. It was a mistake, in my view, for Fox News to depict this in a way that's completely at variance with what our chief law enforcement official here at the Capitol thinks. And it wasn't just Leader McConnell. A handful of other Republican senators criticized the move as well. Yeah. So, you know, we got we got uh, Mitch talking like uh, an idiot, like he always is. And um, he says... He says, and a number of these people say this, I was there that day. I witnessed this. 
the hell you did. You were you were taken far away from any place close to the action. You weren't there. The people that are now in prison for just simply being there, even if they were just outside, just being there to speak their, their mind and uh, to tell the truth as to what happened in that election that you stole, um, you know, those are the people that were there. So those are the people, and the video shows that those people have been telling the truth. The video shows that these people are political prisoners. And for you to hold up a, a one-page report from a Capitol Police policeman, um, by the way, it was the Capitol Police who murdered Ashley Babbitt. It was the Capitol Police who murdered Roseanne Boyland. And, um, you know, and then to sit there and say that that we're lying about the narrative, I want to show you, first of all, Folks, the video uh, regarding the flashbangs where, where we were talking, Nina and I were talking about it being peaceful and those things uh, still being law, uh, sent into the, the crowd. So I'll take a look at this. Two gentlemen died in that crowd um, because of those, and as it showed, that there was no there was no uh, mass fight or people pushing aside the barricades. As a matter of fact, there's other footage, and I think I showed it in episode 57, maybe, of, um, of the police actually moving the barricades themselves. So Mitch McConnell uh, needs to dry up and go away. He's been there far too long. We need to get rid of these these rhinos. Um, now let's go to Tom Tillerson, what he said. For some reason the audio is not here, but I can tell you what he said is, you know, it was BS, uh, that what Tucker co covered was BS, and that um, he, again, blamed the people who were coming in and and talking about it as being violent and while there were a few people who who broke windows and doors and stuff and those people should be punished obviously um don't you think they've already been published or punished enough they've been in prison for two years meanwhile over two years meanwhile the guy who is uh responsible for burning burning down the public safety building i mentioned in georgia is let out on $5,000 bond or some some ridiculous amount. So so there you have that again two two um two different systems of justice. Let me see if I got this one. I think that breaking through glass windows and doors to get into the United States Capitol against the borders of police is, is a crime. I think particularly when you come into the chambers, when you start opening the members' desks, when you stand up in their balcony, to, to somehow put that in the same category as a you know, permitted peaceful protest is, uh, is just a lie. It's really sad to see Tucker Carlson uh, go off the rails that bad. Uh, the American people saw what happened on January 6th. They've seen uh, the, the people that got injured. They saw the damage to the building. Uh, you, you, you can't hide the truth um, uh, by selectively picking a few minutes out of tapes and saying this is what went on. It's, it's so absurd. It's, it's, it's a nonsense. And clearly placating the base of my party is, is not the right way forward for the Republican Party or for the country. So that's interesting. He doesn't placating the base of my party. Um, what you mean there, Mitch, is that uh, not investigating it like um, the your constituents who are you're there to serve. So yeah, you should be placating the base of your party, you moron. And it, just the uh, Kramer there as well. You know, um, it was peaceful except for the people that you guys bust in. Right. I mean, this is all this is all globalist BS. This is all uniparty BS. 
they can't stand the fact that people want to change the status quo and actually have a government that serves the people like it's supposed to be. And that's just the bottom line for sure. So uh, let's see what else I got here. We got, okay, we have this one. I was surprised. I think what happened on January 6th was despicable. Um, In America, you can believe what you want, but you can't act on it in a way that constitutes violence. Well, I mean, I think it was, uh, yeah, it was an attack on the Capitol. So we have Kennedy who, you know, usually is fairly dependable and is on the right side of the issues a lot of time. Um, And it's not so much that he was wrong, that the violence, you know, he can't condone the violence. I don't think anybody does. But uh, I don't think he I don't think he went the extra step there. So I included him in this uh, as well, just like uh, the War Room did. That's where I got this from. If you haven't seen, I think it's 2570 is the episode number for uh, the War Room. You can see all this and, and get Bannon's comments on it. But this literally made me um, angry to the point where I wanted to cover this in my own show as well. So Kennedy, and then you got Thune who has really shown himself to be, uh, you know, a bought-and-paid-for rhino, especially over the past year and a half, two years, uh, with all this stuff. I think before that, you know, if you were watching the controlled opposition where Fox would kind of prop him up and they would, you know, make it seem like he was closer to Jim Jordan, but now we see he's closer to uh, Chuck Schumer, you know, and uh, that's a sad statement to make, and we need to get rid of um, at least, you know, of these uh, seven people, uh, need to get rid of at least six of them there. Kennedy maybe, uh, I, I don't think he's going to run again, but I, I think that uh, maybe he deserves a break just because of his past history. You can tell me what you think about that. And then we have Democrat, um, as the last comment, and I'll put this up. Oh, I got an audio problem again. All right, so this is just more of the same, and I wish audio would come through. Maybe I will try to get that. Um, maybe I'll show that next week, I guess. So, so again, January 6th, you know, it's a big problem. We got all these folks who are still in prison. We have the uh, investigations into so many different things, but shouldn't the number one priority really be to get these people out of jail? You know, and yes, I realize it's a process, but uh, this is just something that is just not acceptable. And I think that uh, you know we need to we need to contact these guys and tell them how wrong we know they are because the video doesn't lie. And um, we need to contact our own state representatives in the House and Senate and let them know that we expect action to get these folks out of the political prison that they're in. So I will indeed take a break because those films didn't, uh, those audio, that audio didn't um, uh, cooperate with me. So I'll be right back after this. After we watched our daughter Grace die on FaceTime, I um, immediately felt that I needed to go to the hospital, even though I was still pretty sick. And I met Jessica and our pastor there. And um, while we were in the room, we Jessica and I let us spend a few moments just with Grace alone. And it was it was just a horrific. Um, sight to come upon was the fact that her daughter Grace was now gone. Um, the emotions that came over the top of our uh, minds and just our physical bodies were just unbelief. We, uh, we took her BiPAP off because it was still on. This was hope and prayers that somehow she wasn't really gone and as soon as we did that the color of grace changed and um, we had to accept that she was truly gone. Not one person stepped foot in that room. 
How can you do that? How can you allow an innocent person, a child, she's only 19 years old, die in front of your eyes? You don't do that. If you're human, you don't do that. They knew they weren't going to convince us to put Grace on a ventilator. That means the money was going to dry up. They had to have the money. And when you follow the money trail all the way through, you see that a ventilator is about a $300,000 decision. That they had higher paying patients in the emergency room. Grace was worth more dead than alive. We don't just need food, we need to eat food with a high nutritional value. Who wants to just survive food shortages? Let's thrive in times of adversity and lack. Optimize your daily nutrition and ensure you and your family have our two-year shelf-stable kingdom fuel as a cornerstone of your emergency food supply. Don't sacrifice your health or your taste buds. Stock up on kingdom fuel now. We're about news, commentary, conversations, truth, liberty, and God. We stand for American values and our flag. We believe that the Constitution is a document that fortifies rights already given to us by our Creator. We will not apologize for our love of God and country, ever. We are right, America media hey patriots you can save up to 66 percent at mypillow.com when you use the code tpr that stands for the patriot review that's tpr or call 800-519- 9927. That's 800-519-9927. I use these products myself. I can tell you they are the best quality bar none. So go ahead, use the code TPR and get up to 66% off right now. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. So just a quick update on uh, the, the documentary Breaking the Oath. It's actually, uh, I'm ready to give the review copy to the cast members um, probably Tuesday or Wednesday this week. So it's coming really close, and there will be events for it. We're working out just how those events work. Um, we may have it around this around this lo locality. We may have it uh, even showing at a theater or two. So, um We'll let you know all the details, but it, the, the documentary is coming close to being complete. Once it's approved, then I will give you the release date for certain. But I'm um, really excited about it. It's turning out to be, um, to be uh, I think, a very informative and uh, interesting documentary. So check that out. It's Breaking the Oath. Stay in touch so you can be up to date on that. Follow me on my social media. Best way to get to social media uh, pages is through my website. You can also see past episodes there. I also have uh, other documentaries that are out there that I think are are uh, very valuable, informative, and worth sharing. Um, those are usually uh, like like um, uh, free. They're free through sources you know that uh, are making documentaries about the topics that we like to talk about. So check that out. My website is Red Blooded Patriots at 
or redbloodpatriots.com. My email is redbloodpatriots at protonmail.com. If you have a suggestion or if you have uh, somebody that you think would be good on the show, if you have their contact information, that's always good because a lot of times I can't uh, find who to who to schedule that with. So if um, if you do have someone, that'd be great. So next week I will show the videos that I had the audio drops on today. Technology is always fun. And uh, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. And come back next week again at uh, 4 o'clock. It's Sunday.